well, what happens in Austin stays in Austin. And I said, yeah, except for tattoos and Corona, because that shit will come home with you. (laughs) This is Brittany. And I'm Kaylee. And you're listening to the Spicy Margaritas Podcast. Where the drinks are stiff, not the interviews. Each week, we discuss all things entertainment with some of your favorite personalities in the industry. To learn their stories and get an unfiltered look at life away from the camera. And why the margaritas? Because they're awesome. And helps keep our conversations a a little little on on the the spicy spicy side. side. (laughs) (laughs) But this season, what's going to be a little different instead of focusing just primarily on the guest and trust me Kaylee and I have had lots of time to pawn this over lots of time with our stay-at-home orders (laughs) yep for sure we decided that we wanted to spice things up a little bit by focusing more on a topic and then we're still going to have our celebrity guests chime in on that topic we might have some really off the wall things if our guests are passionate about it or sometimes we might occasionally choose to talk about something that's happening in the media or in the news now because especially after these last few months i'm realizing how important it is to be having conversations about what's going on yeah they'll definitely get to know more about you and i and our input on some of these issues but then it will be really great to have someone who's a little bit more seasoned or an expert quote unquote kind of chime in and so that we can learn and we can grow and follow along with us All around, what the show is basically becoming is hopefully your favorite happy hour podcast every Monday. Simple as that. (laughs) Pour yourself some Elephant and open your podcast app and take a listen. (laughs) You know, one of my favorite things since the show has launched is when I go out, when I meet people and they either know me from the podcast or know me from the show or just happen to find those things out through conversation, They think it's so cool because they think of us as like the margarita girls now. So three times this summer, I've been asked to drink a margarita with someone who knows, you know, from the podcast because they think it's an honor to have a margarita with one of the margarita girls. So I guess that could be our new title. I don't know. No. Hashtag. Hashtag the margarita girl. That's (laughs) hilarious. I didn't get that. I just got a lot of people who were so like in awe that we got some amazing guests last season so here's the plug if you haven't listened to season one you need to go back because we did have a lot of really great conversations with really great people i'm obviously a very naturally curious person that's why i love doing this podcast i love learning about people and their stories um but sometimes like other people have really good questions to ask too and it makes you go hmm you know i didn't think about it that way yeah you're definitely the Enneagram four wing five now that I <laughs> asked you to take the test and you I'm seeing all these characteristics now come out in your like curiosity and wanting to learn and for me it's like I've known you for so long but I just as soon as you tell me what your number is then it's like it all starts to fall into place so that was an episode we did too so go back check that out I think actually a couple different episodes we ended up lightly touching on it and I kept saying I was going to take the test take the test and I never did so guess what I finally took the stinking test although I did it super quick online because I was just curious what my numbers were so I'm going to go back and pay for the test because I think I had a knockoff version of it and really put some thought into it and see again what my numbers are and we actually are planning on doing an episode this season for you guys we have Oh, I'll tell you, I guess. So another thing that's changing this season is we have kind of a recurring special guest part-time mini host. I don't know what her title is because we haven't really talked about it. But as you guys know and love, we've got Mish Gao from Double Shot at Love. And on occasion, when we've got some random topics to talk about, we love Mish. (laughs) She makes us laugh. So we thought it would be great 
to get her on the show um, to offer her perspective. Plus, I love it because Kaylee and I, like, we're mid-30s. Like, we've got this angle down. But Misha's, like, 23 or something. She's very young. So I love her energy and, and her perspective as well. Oh, yeah. I'm going to love to, like, you, you get to your 30s and you're like, yes, I made it. I'm here. But you totally forget life in your 20s. At least for me, I'm just like... I don't even remember what it was like to be that age, and I would love to have her input. Do you want to remember what it was like in our 20s? I'm not sure no. that I do. <laughs> no, 30s are so much better. I mean, I know I joke that I'm a hot mess now, but if, no, I was definitely a hot mess in my 20s, just always trying to figure out what to do next in life. Plus, I was a mom, so I didn't know what I was doing. I still don't, but I feel confident about not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> That's the, that's, the, that's the difference of being 30. Yeah, I'm confidently of, lost. <laughs> the level of confidence for all your decisions, good or bad. You're like, yep, I'm going to own this. It's that whole fake it till you make it. I'm still faking uh-huh. it half the time. But people are like, damn, you really know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, that just comes with age. Like you just get confident in not knowing what you're doing. <laughs> and you just stop caring so much. That's for sure. Yeah. So so circling back, um, Misha's going to sit down on a couple episodes this season, and one of the topics that we're going to be recording in the next couple weeks is all about Enneagrams, because she was one of them that's really into that as well. And I've got a sneaky suspicion that all three of us are going to have completely different numbers. And if you guys haven't taken the test yet, I highly encourage you to go ahead and do that. Um, we're going to talk about all the different numbers, and then we'll reveal kind of what ours are. And even like Kaylee and I, when we have just conversations outside of this, um, I'll say something and she'll say something and we kind of look at it differently. And she goes, wait, what was your number again? And she goes, oh, yeah, that's why, because a four thinks this way. And I'm like, you're so mm-hmm. right. So it's it's pretty cool how accurate those tests are. It has like completely opened my eyes to how people think and feel and process things. And that has changed my relationships, my friendships, um, you know, even how I understand my family and the dynamic, you know, how my sister and my mom are kind of like butt heads a lot more than me and them. And the Enneagram for me just like connected all those dots. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like highly encouraging everybody to take it because I really feel like it's so informative. That's an episode I can't wait for. Have you seen any of the new season of uh, Double Shot at Love? So I'm a lurker on Instagram. I watch a lot of the clips that they post. just like the one to two to three minute. I haven't sat down and watched a full episode or anything yet. I only had MTV when you were on it, so I could watch you. (laughs) But I have, like, I know the premise of it and um, have watched some clips, but not, I don't know the full, like, of everything that's happening. I haven't seen it yet either. I I had every intention to do it, but the show dropped right when my season got busy because we had a couple months of nothing going on. And then my client work picked back up. So June, July, headed into August. I've just been like nonstop. So I'm st- I still have every intent of watching it because it's mof- it's fun for me because I know the girls, right? But if I'm being honest, if I didn't know the girls in this show, I wouldn't watch it. It's just not my style of TV. I hardly have time for TV in the first place, but it's probably the same reason I never really watched Jersey Shore because it kind of feels like it's a younger version of Jersey Shore from what I've seen so far. It doesn't, I don't even think it's a dating show. I don't know why it's called Double Shot because it, it's more about hookups and partying in Vegas. No, yeah, it really wasn't what I expected it to be. Um, even though we knew ahead of time that they had recruited some girls to go back out and do a reshoot, um, 
I, I just, this is not what I was expecting. Like I wasn't, this is just, it's like another real world sort of deal where they all live in a house together and party and drink and work and all that. But yeah, I don't know. It's not really my cup of tea either. But I, like I said, I've been following the girls since your season and mm -hmm. the ones we've had on the show here and stuff like that. So yeah, it's still interesting but i am excited though because they definitely picked the biggest personalities for my season so it will be fun to watch all of them again it'll be fun to watch Susie. it'll be fun to see darren if darren's toned it down or if she's still like crazy darren i can almost guarantee you without watching it marissa's probably taking it up a bunch of notches because i know she is all about this life and i know nikki was pretty bummed about how she was portrayed in the first season um and, you know, like, again, like this whole show, the premise of the show is like you get portrayed a certain way and it's not all of you. I saw Nikki more sides of her that a lot of you guys didn't get to. So what I'm excited about from the little bit that I've seen in these clips, it looks like she's getting a better light on her this season. So yay, Nikki. I'm excited to see that. Um, but again, I won't know until I actually get caught up on the season. Yeah, I've noticed that, too. I think that she just overall has a better persona this year. And maybe that's just her um, not changing, but like making more of an effort to how she appears on camera and thinking more about her decisions. But I'm not going to lie. The drama is the way to be on TV. And I think a lot of those girls knew it when they were on your show and that's how they got their airtime. Yeah. Kudos to yeah. them. <laughs> Too bad I'm allergic to drama. Not really my style, <laughs> but I did love the experience. Um, it's funny because actually, the, I don't know, do you still use Snapchat or is that kind of outdated for you now? I uh, very rarely, like with my sister once in a while, that's it. So Snapchat has this purple face mask filter now. <laughs> and I can't help but think of Nikki from my show. <laughs> Elephant Tequila came into the market in 2010, competing with more than 150 different tequila brands coming out every month. Owners Chris and Oni had a vision of using century-old methods to perfect and refine a taste so pure, so smooth, that you can sip it on the rocks. Headquartered in El Paso, Texas, Elephant is already a recognized brand throughout the city and restaurant industry. An ultra-premium, handcrafted product, Elephant is 100% Blue Weber Agave and is distilled in El Salito, Jalisco, Mexico. Their Blanco, Toasted Reposado, Aged Añejo and Ultra Aged Extra Añejo are perfect for any occasion. There is no better tequila for our spicy margaritas, and we look forward to drinking it each time we record. If you love tequila or margaritas, you've got to get a bottle of Elephant Tequila in your home. Check them out on Instagram at Elephant Tequila, E-L-A-F-A-N Tequila, or online at elephantequila.com. I did just see you, was it a month ago? Two months? I can't even keep my days and weeks straight anymore. How long ago was it before I was in Florida? Um, it probably was. It was before it was the May. protesting. It was like May 1st. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was before was the protest. So that's right. Yeah. So I drove to Florida to see Miss Kaylee partly because obviously still taking precautions with COVID. You know, Kaylee had not shown any symptoms. I had not either. Driving allowed me to, you know, avoid every other human being as possible. <laughs> um, and we did get together to do a stay-at-home version of our margarita segments, which we'll be sharing with you guys through the season. Um, so that was fun, but that's really the only time that I've seen you this summer. Um, and I did do a quick trip to Austin, which I'll touch on in a little bit. Again, checking out because I'm looking for places to move. 
Um, the funny thing is both places that I visited this summer have recently shut down again, <laughs> both Florida <laughs> and Texas. So I think I'm just going to stay home for a while now because I don't know if that's an omen or what. Yeah, well, you're lucky that you've been traveling because the travel bug just bit me out of nowhere the other day. And I was, I don't know, on social media or something and realized I have not gone anywhere outside of Florida for months. <laughs> and I know people are probably like, oh, months. But I'm typically like every two, three months, I got to go somewhere, even if it's just a short road trip. So quarantine and COVID has really put a damper on those plans. Right. However, where I'm at in Florida is definitely not Miami. So we're not like totally shut down. Our bars and stuff like that um, have limited hours and they can't operate unless they serve food and things like that. But um, otherwise, it's still pretty business as usual up here. But I'm really like dying to take a road trip somewhere or just like get out of my house for a mm -hmm. while. So I think the majority of people traveling right now are choosing to do the road trip. Um, it's just safer. And there's so many like you, sometimes if you fly, you got to like quarantine for a couple weeks and mm -hmm. that, that, there goes your vacation. And it wouldn't be so bad for you if they'd keep the beaches open, but didn't they shut them back down or are they open now? Ours have been open and there was some talk before 4th of July that they were going to, but they haven't. Um, they've, they've been open. They closed a little bit in April, but not, not since then. They're open, but don't worry, it's miserably hot in Florida right now. So why people choose Florida as a summer vacation spot, I will never know. Your face melts off your head. As opposed you to spring when you had the perfect yes. weather and nobody could use the damn beach. What a letdown. Mm -hmm. We had the most amazing spring. The water was blue and clear and it was literally Caribbean and the beaches were shut down and you couldn't even use it. It was like, ah. So outside of that, how have you, what have you been up to since you're clearly not traveling? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Um, so for whatever reason, because Florida is a tourism hotspot, once June hit, I was like, I was not really working or working minimally during quarantine. And then it was like June 1st hit and every single person needed something now. So I was so slammed, took on way more work than I should. Add to that, we were moving semi-remodeling we had carpet ripped up we were painting the whole new house like my life was like <laughs> a disaster for two solid weeks and i'm just now start starting to feel back to normal and kind of like getting caught back up and getting back in the groove with you on this podcast and yeah just like trying to plan the future we're not sure if we're going to have a wedding season in the fall if covid's going to cancel all that again we've got some scared brides that thinking everything's gonna get shut down again and they're not gonna be able to get to Florida. Or if they return from Florida, they've got a two week quarantine and you know people can't just take off work if they're getting a paycheck. So my life is still kind of up in the air right now, but we're done moving. It's getting back to normal. <laughs> moving sucks. I, I know because I've done it. I don't know, I was counting one time. I think I've moved like, it was at least 11 times if not more. It's like every year to every two years, I think the most I've been in one place was when I was in Florida. It was like almost four years. I've moved yeah. so many times or I'll be in the same town and I'll switch apartments and whatever. So I'm kind of getting to the point in my life where I'm done moving. But that's why I keep just selling all my shit because <laughs> if it doesn't fit in the car, it's not going. <laughs> I just like, I just realized 
in this last move how much my stuff like sentimental to me like there's a lot of stuff I could get rid of but like it's tied to memories and I'm just having a really hard time like letting that go I need to like Marie Kondo my life but I'm not there yet See, I would be curious when we do our Enneagram testing if any of that relates to because the thing that I've really I've gotten so good at getting rid of stuff and I've detached myself from most of my things and I've detached myself from most people <laughs> like if I'm just being honest so I'm curious if that's something that'll play out when, when I do the test or when we compare numbers. Possibly. I know that um, my other friend that I'm really good friends with who's a four like you, same thing. They just sold everything in their house and listed their house for sale and they're buying an RV to travel the country. And she was addicted to getting rid of all of her stuff. So I'm wondering if like you guys have kind of the same viewpoint on that since you think about life the same way. and. Maybe I'm just more sentimental overall and there's stuff I haven't opened or touched in years and I'm like, I can't get rid of that. I have to have it. Not hoarder status, but like just sentimental stuff from my past and I just want to hang on to it. We're going to have to do a whole episode like Kaylee's therapy. We'd be like, take a vote. Yes. Get rid of it. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I told myself because we just the last house we lived in was for one year just as like an overlapping phase until we could move back into the house that we owned. And I told myself if I didn't touch it the whole time I was in that house for a year, I don't need it. And guess what? That didn't work out very well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So when it comes time for me to move again, if I didn't cut everything in half, double everything, that's a lot more stuff when you start adding everything up. So it kind of makes sense for my position. Yeah. But I'm like, load the (laughs) U-Haul. I've done that. Here it we go. sucks. <laughs> I am trying to move for you, those of you guys that don't know, I'm trying to move out of state um, in the next month or so. Um, I kind of had planned on doing it at the beginning of summer, but COVID hit and made it very difficult to move. Not that it's that much easier now, but some of the bigger markets, like I know Austin, Dallas, and Nashville do have position positions opening up. Um, so I'm I'm going to be doing the whole move thing again, but I'll, I'll just have you guys stay tuned for what it actually happens because I don't know. <laughs> Up in the air. Yeah. Everybody's like, where do you live? I said, oh, I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, when I went to Austin, there's they approved some law, I think, a few years ago. Someone was telling me. So there's a bunch of homeless people that live under like the bridge area, and they have tents, and couches. I mean, they've got a, a setup. And so my mom goes, well, what happened if, if you move and you don't get a job? I said, well... I'll just buy a tent. <laughs> That's where we'll find yep. you. Yeah, I mean, friends. they're living for free. Why can't I? So then you went to Austin. Yeah. Tell us so what happened there. Austin. Oh, my God. I'm struggling with my earpiece today. Austin was a game changer for me. So, again, I told you guys that I am trying to get out of my comfort zone this year. And I'm a little bit of a hippie. So when I get to Austin, I'm hanging out with one of my friends that's there. And I casu- we were casually talking about everything going on in life right now. And I had said the word, like, change the narrative. And I said, I, I love that so much for multiple reasons that I want to get a tattoo. And he goes, oh, you don't have a tattoo yet? I said, no. And he goes, all right, well, I'm going to call my guy right now. And he literally starts dialing his tattoo artist. I start freaking out because I was like, someday I want a tattoo, not now. And uh, so he did actually set me an appointment. Didn't follow through with it. It got me thinking. I was like, okay. So I posted on Twitter. I was like, okay, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. Where's the best place if I want to get three-word script? And um, 
the one of the owners of the hostel where I was staying at saw that and goes, weird, we have a tattoo parlor, parlor that's opened up in our hostel in the last week. You should get one here. I'm like, okay. And I remember telling you about that because you're like, well, that sounds sanitary. <laughs> <laughs> right across the street from where you're sleeping. Cool. Or across the hallway. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that probably does sound pretty sketch. But prior to that, I had ran into a guy in the hallway and he was tatted up from like head to toe, like, you know, on his face and everything. And he was the tattoo, one of the tattoo artists there and just had met him, just quick conversation. Ran into him in passing again one day, and he's like, well, what are you doing today? I said, well, I think I'm going to go rent a bicycle and ride around Barton Springs. And he's like, well, I don't, have any, I don't have any gigs today. Do you want company? And I was like, okay, sure. So he goes, well, how are you getting over there? And go, oh, I don't know. I was just going to Uber or walk. He goes, I got a motorcycle. You want to hop on that? And I'm like, hell yes. <laughs> My mom will love this right now. I'm hopping on the motorcycle, some stranger that I just met, right? <laughs> So we head over, we're sitting at the Springs after the bike ride. And again, he asked if I had any tattoos and I said, no. And, and I kind of explained that whole story. And he goes, dude, that'd take me like five minutes. I'll do it. Like I'm already at the hostel. So then I'm still like, oh, okay, I really don't want to get a tattoo. I'm going to freak out if I don't think about this. Cause I like to think everything through. So fast forward that night, um, hanging around, having just a couple drinks with some of the people there and it, my tattoo story got brought up again. And before you know it, one guy's literally like designing my tattoo. We're trying to find a script. They had me handwrite what I wanted because I thought my handwriting was terrible, but they were like, that one looks pretty cool. And the process was neat. He like snapped a photo and then he can trace it on the iPad and then he can tweak it just a little bit because like my G was really wonky and stuff. So yeah, so at the end of that, I'm like, well, my tattoo, they just spent time designing it. I've got a tattoo artist like right here, ready to do it. It's already in the same place as me. Like all these things are lining up. I'm like, hell, fine. Okay. So I get on Instagram and I was like, all right, I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow. What's your vote? Inner arm <laughs> or inner uh, forearm, inner bicep or inner forearm. So still nervous as hell. Not sure I was making the right decision, but I ended up getting a tattoo the next day. And the best part of all of this is when I was walking out literally as the door was shutting and I'm like hauling my suitcase through. There's a group of like a business meeting going on and I hear this guy go, well, let's go ahead and do that so we can change the narrative. And I laughed and they all looked at me and I go, I held up my arm and said, literally just got that tatted on my arm yesterday. So that was kind of to me, like, even though I was overwhelmed, I've never had a tattoo. So I, you know, I wasn't sure if I was going to have buyer's remorse or regret, um, <laughs> But so far, I love it. And it was such an experience. And I'm like, I could not have had more signs lining up for me to get this damn tattoo. So I think the biggest lesson for me through all of this is learning to just pull the trigger because it's so easy to put things off and say someday mm -hmm. or I'm scared. And sometimes being scared can be like, that's when it's time to push on the gas and just do things. So I don't know. That's kind of my big kick off to my summer experience thank you austin my cousin by the way she said shout out to erica she goes oh well what happens in austin stays in austin and i said yeah except for tattoos and corona because that shit will come home with you <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer sure. i did not get corona but everybody thought i was going to because it was supposedly running wild but my tattoo did come everybody, home with me <laughs> they all think it's a running wild everywhere right um but yeah there's another half to that story that um I actually have almost the same tattoo in the same spot and it was not the reason she got hers there or the reason she got it done. But the fact that we're such good friends and 
the, we both kind of had that similar storyline behind it. And for me, I got mine in 2013 when like I was so having some, <laughs> it's so long ago, some big life changes. Um, this was the year that I was back and forth. Um, I had made this decision to move to Florida, but I still had a business in Nebraska. So I was traveling six weeks in one city down to the, down to Florida, back to Nebraska, down to Florida. And the, for me, change the game on my arm is there because of, I grew up with this mindset of everybody around me was going to college and finding a boyfriend and getting engaged and getting married and having babies and buying a house. And I was like, I don't want any of that. Like, and I felt very out of place, but it, in Nebraska and most of the Midwest, that feels like your normal. It feels like your future. And you don't really get a say in that in terms of you're the outcast because you don't want a white picket fence house with a bunch of babies running around. So um, so I went with change the game on my arm to remind me that like it's okay to be different and the game is life. So like you're in charge of your life. You can change it, you can run with it, you can go with the flow, but like never forget that the decisions are yours to make. Um, and so I was down in Florida and Brittany and I got in the car and drove to Nashville for one of our many Nashville trips over the years <laughs> and on a whim walked into a tattoo shop in Nashville and was like, Hey, I want to get this on my arm. And they did it. And there it was. And I, no regrets. Cause I love it. I look at it every day and it reminds me to like make the decisions that are best for you. Not what society thinks is the right move. That's so beautiful. And when you said no regrets, all I can think about is. The no regrets tattoo on the chest. No, I promise you that our tattoos are spelled correctly. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, and so yours, did you just pick a script font when you got yours then? Since you kind of did yours right on the spot, right? Yeah, I actually had it printed out um, on a piece of paper Mm -hmm. that I found the script on the computer. Um, But if you're watching on YouTube, maybe there it is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's the they talked me into doing it much bigger than I originally wanted Mm -hmm. only because I wanted to still read it in 20, 30, 40 years. And he was very much like, if I do it any smaller than this, it's all going to bleed together and you're not going to, you're not going to love it anymore. So we went bigger. This was my second tattoo. So I was still a little nervous. I now have eight. So (laughs) very seasoned in the tattoo world. And still counting. (laughs) And still counting. And I'm just, I'm really glad that we went bigger because I love that it's big enough that other people can read too because it starts a story and they ask you why you got it. And it like, oftentimes you can open up and share that insight. And through that, you find other people that are sharing that same mentality with you but have the same struggles of feeling different than their friends. And so it for me has really formed some good friend circles of other people who may not want kids or may not want to be married or may not, you know, want to own a house. Mm -hmm. They just want to own three apartments in different cities or whatever the case may be. But those people are my tribe and like the ones I want to be friends with. (laughs) I used to say that all the time. Like, I don't want to own a home. I'd rather have an apartment. I want a beach house. I want a condo in the city. I want like a ranch with 30 acres. I mean, I'm not asking too much, am I? (laughs) And I want to bounce back and forth between them <laughs> right? all. Come Why on. do I have to pick one? I'll just have them all. Thank you very much. Yeah, super good. Yeah. Um, talking about the sizing, too. I remember he asked, he's like, how big do you want? I was like, I don't know. You're the expert. I'm like looking away. I'm like, just put it on me. <laughs> just I was, do it. I was like, I know the words that I want. We have it in my handwriting. It means a lot to me. 
just do it. And I, the reason I chose change the narrative, it's it, part of it is because of what's going on now. I know it's a very common phrase right now, but I've been saying change the narrative for so long for multiple levels. One, I'm a storyteller. That's my business. That's what I do professionally. So me changing the narrative is all about creating the story that you want to be a part of. And then when I flip it back to my personal life, you know, like you said, you you didn't want the white pick offense. You wanted different things. I had a baby at 17. So my life between 17 and 35 has been a mom. You know, I was a wife for a few years and trying to just figure out my grounding. And now I'm like, I can literally create any life that I want. So for me, it's it's starting over. It's that next chapter. I get to change the narrative. I don't get to always have to do what the cards were given to me. Now I get to make that choice. So I love that we have similar tattoos, but yet they're different. And for me too, like narrative, storytelling, you you love sports. I hate sports. So game is like so perfect for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what time it is. It's time to get spicy. It's spicy time. <laughs> I feel like spicy time, it almost sounds like a little sexual. Like, ooh, it's spicy time. Yeah, I promise you guys, that's that. not what this is. <laughs> get your head out of the gutter. So, all right. So every episode we try to, not always, sometimes we fail, but we love just to lighten things up with a fun little game. And so Kaylee doesn't know that I prepared this for this first episode, but I thought it would be fun. I got on, on the Google, as Kaylee calls it, and researched um, different things that have happened in 2020 that we've either stopped talking about or have already forgotten about. Do you remember the brush fires that were destroying millions of acres in Australia? Yes, that all of a sudden disappeared. Did they put it out? Did we lose the whole Is country? Is the fire still what going? With that? Has anybody kept up with them? Like COVID hit and I forgot all about it. <laughs> Yeah, do we do we still have koalas? Like uh, this is the qu answer. To, I need to know the answer to that question. Shakira and J Lo Super Bowl halftime performance. Everybody was talking uh, about it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was in Costa Rica during the Super Bowl, and <laughs> we walked from. I did watch the Super Bowl. Come on, I love football. I love football. Um, but the halftime show, we walked from a, to a different bar, so I didn't actually see the whole thing. But I saw the backlash on. Facebook. I, I don't think that you can ever pick a halftime performance that everybody's going to love. I just don't understand why people were hating. Dude, they're like 50 and they look phenomenal. More power yeah, to them. I wish I could Adam do Levine that. With Maroon 5 last year because he didn't have a shirt on. Okay, so let these girls dress in whatever they want to dress in and shake their butt because they look amazing. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle announced that they were officially stepping down from their duties in the royal family. That was like a blip on the news. Like that didn't get any traction at all. I feel like did it even happen? I only I saw can't it. <laughs> I only know it happened because I was standing in line to get groceries and I saw it on People Magazine. That's it. No one talked about it. No one posted about it. Nothing. The impeachment trial of President Trump and months later being acquitted. <laughs> this I do remember only because this has been the most political year of our entire lives, I feel like. I don't necessarily care for politics one way or the other, but I have never seen the country more divided as they are right now. And I only heard about the impeachment trial because of people talking about it. I'm not one to sit and watch that or listen to it, but yeah, that very quickly fluttered off the newsstands as well. I wasn't even really paying attention to politics when that happened, but I'll tell you, I am paying attention mm -hmm. now. 
So oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, when yeah. I read that, I was like, oh yeah, that did happen this year, didn't it? Planters announced that Mr. Peanut had died. Did you even oh know about God, that? I missed that. No. <laughs> so apparently it was like a marketing publicity stunt. I don't know if they're rebranding. I don't really, I don't eat planters, but um, yeah, apparently Mr. Peanut, who's been the mascot forever, he's he has now passed on to his afterlife. Oh my God. No, totally did not know that. I don't buy peanuts often. <laughs> That's weird. I don't. Um, but no, I didn't hear that. First responders in Texas <laughs> were attacked by a swarm of more than 40,000 bees. I didn't even know about this one, to be honest. I had no idea. That that really happened? 40,000 bees? I mean, I do feel bad for them, but I'm just ha kind of happy to hear that there's still 40,000 bees alive. <laughs> okay, fair. Go bees. <laughs> kind of following the bees i do remember hearing about this one rise of the murder hornets and most of that was reported in washington state do you remember hearing about that at all yes i do and if you've listened to the podcast and you know that i dig deep into these conspiracy theories these murder hornets were just one more thing to distract us <laughs> and i'm not even sure they're real okay let's move on <laughs> Former politician Sarah Palin appeared on The Masked Singer and she performed the song, Baby Got Back. Excuse me, what? <laughs> that happened? <laughs> I watched the show. I don't think I saw that episode, but I might have to go YouTube that one because that would be fun to watch. Do you, have you ever seen the show, The Masked Singer? Every time I see one person stand up in a mask, I turn the channel. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I love it because the variety of people, you know, it's people that you would never expect to like put themselves out there. And I think I'm just real big into that, seeing a different side to personalities. I love it. The 2020 Summer Olympics were officially canceled and rescheduled for 2021. I forgot that it was even an Olympic year, to be honest. I remember reading that because the thought process is, okay, so are we doing the next ones in 2024 like mm -hmm. scheduled and only giving those athletes three years to prepare? Netflix released the new, <laughs> sorry, the new true crime documentary series, Tiger King. And of course, a slew of incredible memes came from that show. I'm very familiar with Tiger King. I am also a very big animal lover and cannot bring myself to watch it because I know that in the beginning, it's very hard to watch these tigers. That's what I've heard. So no, I have not seen it, but I know all about that B. Carol Baskin and- <laughs> <laughs> So many TikToks came from that this year. So many TikToks. Kaylee, because um, it's been so long, I'm sure everybody could use a reminder now that we're coming out yes. of our little cave dens. Um, how can people get in touch with us and be a part of this show? Yeah, as always, we would love your feedback, your questions, your comments, any way that you want to be involved. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Spicy Margaritas Podcast. We're also on Facebook, Spicy Margaritas Podcast. Um, email spicymargaritaspodcast at gmail.com. And we have a website now. If you did not know that, all of these podcasts are also being filmed. So they're on YouTube. They are on our website, spicymargaritaspodcast.com. And last, we would love a voicemail as well. So if you have a question and you, you want to hear yourself ask it on our show, um, you can call us through the Anchor app and leave a voicemail and we would be more than happy to play it on here. Um, just because we want some more listener interaction. See, talk about what you guys want to talk about. 
That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We are beyond excited to be headed into season two of the Spicy Margaritas podcast. I know we took a little time off, but I promise you it's going to be well worth the wait. We have so many great guest interviews and conversations coming your way, and we want to be your number one pick for your Monday happy hour podcast. So make sure to grab yourself a nice cocktail same time next week. And as always, until then, stay spicy.